Ladies and gentlemen, the Fab Four Free For All! Yay! Yay. Who in the hell booed? Hey, it was Mitch, wasn't it? It was me. <laughs> And welcome to another exciting edition of The Fab Four Free For All. Said that just for Rob. Yay! I am your moderator for today, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me as always are... Rob Leonard. And... Tony Triguardo. And we are so excited today, I don't really know why, but we're excited because we have a one of those shows where you love and hate at the same time. It is one of the best and worst shows <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> it could be any of our shows. <laughs> nice. Our shows are all fine. And, <laughs> and they're all bad. good to listen to. They're bad to me. So today we're going to talk about, and by the way, for those of you who are joining in for the first time, we are an all-talk, a weekly all-talk Beatles and related radio show on the internet. How's yes, that? Podcast? Yes. I don't care anymore. But but we don't play music. No, we don't. I'm sorry. You want to hear music? You know, there's other shows. Listen to Beatles songs Fridays on WHPC or Beatle Tracks with Tony on WCWP. Monday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Wow. Uh, is there a double outlet here? Because I had two plugs. There you go. Very oh, nice. my goodness. <laughs> that was good. Thank you very much. I was waiting to use that for about 12 years. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, something about the Beatles. See, we got you guys in there. Yes, um, absolutely. But See, Robert and Richard, we like it. Yes, we do. A we little bit. It. Anyway, today we're going to talk about, we've done these best and worst songs Best and worst vocals. Well, we haven't covered John Lennon's best and worst Beatles vocals. And this is a tough one because, as we were saying off mic, whatever you want to say about John, his vocals were always really pretty good. So yes, they were. It's yeah. very tough. And, and Tony was nice enough to print us all out these you know, 75 pages of Lennon Beatle vocals. And I went through them the other day and putting a B and a W next to which ones I thought were best and worst, and I have a billion Bs and, like, one W. Well, it's, it's tough to pick worst. I mean, this, I can think of lazy vocals. There you go. I, I was just about to say that. But I that. can't think of worst vocals. That's, a, that's actually a very that, good point. And, and it's really funny you said that because that's what I, was, what I was going to say. One thing that's interesting about an episode like this where there is so much that's a best and not so much that is a quote worst. Just that not, I think, not not best. Yeah, that I think you almost have to kind of offer up what your individual criteria is for what would make something a, a best or what would make something a worst. So yeah. you're right, you, and it's that's exactly where I went. So you and I are on the same page there. For me, for John, for a worst vocal, the only thing I could come up with is what I felt was either lazy, but then you think to yourself, is it lazy in the construction of the melody? The vocal melody or lazy, or is it lazy because it's the Let It Be sessions and and it's like, tired? Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. why am I part of this? I'm thinking John, right, like, right. Well, yeah, you. I'm, I'm not going into the 30 days of Let It Be where everything's lazy from yeah, everybody, basically. but, Just but right. you know, I, I wrote down some notes. It's like sometimes a great vocal can be on a bad song. Yes, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. Now, also, I noted that the same thing happened with George, with John's voice. In the beginning, it was very, meaning early Beatles, very powerful, very raw. As he got older, whether it's smoking, drinking, drugs, whatever, or just growing older and your vocal cords are changing, his voice changed. And also, but I think with John, he always said he didn't like his sound of his voice. And he's, out of all the Beatles who would wanted his voice manipulated in different songs, 
where in the beginning he didn't have that manipulation. I'm thinking like Tomorrow Never Knows or I Am the Walrus where, yes. or Strawberry Fields where there's a certain thing on his voice. And you know he was very – you know he's a guy who has one of the great voices of all time in Absolutely. rock and roll. And at the same time, he doesn't hear what we hear or what no. the other guys are hearing in the studio. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it, it's interesting that for – us to say best of John Lennon. John Lennon probably say, "Well, I want, I'd want to do everything over." Everything again. over. He did say it. I, he said, "Yeah, you're yeah. right." He did say it, but at the same time, we're like, "What are you crazy?" Again, it's really interesting you say that. This is all stuff that was coming up last night when I was going through all this stuff. Going through this stuff brought a lot of interesting, like odd things to mind that I never really thought of in the whole Beatles progression of their growth. John grew in a way that, as the Beatles did what they did. John's fascination seemed to be with the things that Ken Scott or Jeff Emmerich did right. or Norman Smith did. Wow, how can I manipulate this? How can I make the guitar of a different sound? How can I? What if we put my voice through that spinning but, speaker? But not early on. Not early on. No, but I'm saying early as the on, Beatles he didn't grew mind up, his voice. I think no. Paul, I think Paul had that thing well, too. See, to me, then here's where I went the difference. Paul's curiosity was, what is George Martin doing? Oh, look, he's at, we're adding another instrument here. Oh, look, can we add another? So what would you do? Would you add a, a French horn or an oboe here, George? Well, would you? Paul's mind wanted to go. I mean, Paul did do some experimenting, but I think Paul's growth was in how to apply everything to the musical side of it. Well, he never said that he didn't like his vocals other than that, you know, wobbly, lumly right. do. Yeah, yeah. But he never, yeah. you never heard Paul say, well, I hate it, but my no, voice Paul on, seemed on always... fixing a hole or, or for no one, no, right, right. and I love her. I mean, let's face it, Paul had a damn good voice, too. He did, So yeah. did John. Yeah. But, but John heard the voice first and said, let's mess with that, and Paul heard the instrumentation first and said, oh, he's messing with that. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it but was. But that's what made the Beatles great. Totally. But, and, but, and, and I think also with John, you know, when they uh, when Ken Townsend came up with ADT, automatic double tracking, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that was like the thing that John was like, wow, I don't have to double track my voice because he right. did a lot of double tracking. Yeah. And I think it led to other things, you know, with Tomorrow Never Knows especially because Tomorrow yes. Never Knows to me, yeah. it's two different songs and the way that John Lennon's voice sounds. You know, through mm -hmm. the speaker and they put the things on. That's what makes it a good song. Yeah, it, it's just like, wow. You know, it, no auto-tune there, you know? But it comes down no. to the idea that is it a great, great, quote-unquote, vocal? vocal? It's execution yeah. and how it applies to that piece of music right. is brilliant. You, you can't do anything else with it. It's not like you could operatically do Tomorrow Never Knows. But... Yes, you could. Nice, <laughs> but but Turn off so. Your mind, <laughs> oh, there's another career for Rob. But um, get Shatner. <laughs> nice. Turn off your mind. Turn off your mind. Relax. Float down. Stream. Stream. Uh, stream. 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 Oh, nice. <laughs> that was great. William, where are you? Where are you, babe? <laughs> but adding to that, when the Beatles split, I think it's one of the reasons why. You know, not only the primal screaming and the simplification of going back to the beginning or whatnot, but it's another reason why his vocals on something like Plastic Ono Band are just clean, straightforward, partly because I think he didn't have those experimental people to play with. Had Ken Scott or Jeff Emmerich been in the room, would Plastic Ono Band have been a little different? Might John have said, you know what, can we do something with my vocal on this? If George Martin Maybe. were in the room, would it have been different? Yeah, but at that point he was, you know, I'm not saying, but down but, on George Martin. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that you're talking about 
Plastic Ono Band, which John had already done everything with his voice that he wanted to do. This was a therapy session. Yes, absolutely. So at that point, it was cleansing. Yeah. So you know what? You don't. You don't need any artificial anything. No. That, and that's part of the. And but also of cleansing. Pa- part of John with Plastic Ono Band. It's off topic a little bit. Yeah, we're going. But back. you know, when Phil Spector was around, I think John wanted to impress him in a different way. That here is one of the great guys in producing land as a producer who I like a lot of his material, how he had the big wall of sound. John didn't get to that wall of sound, though, until 73. No. But he... Exactly. It was, it was interesting. If you look how how we worked with Spectre and how we got to that point, then he went crazy. And then he said, what, what am I doing here? And then it became something else again. But with John, he was always, whether it was the 69 sessions or the 63 sessions, he was always very emotive. Always. Yeah. You could hear it in a lot of the stuff. And, you know, sometimes here, it, the criteria for me was, you know, again, the great vocal on a bad song, vice versa. And sometimes the vocal matches the song perfectly. And we'll get Absolutely. to things yeah. like that as well. Because yeah. you can have a fast song and, and you, you know, and you're going slower in the vocal, so to speak. Or sometimes it calls for you to be uh, like an I'm so tired, the nature of the song you're not going to go, I'm so tired. You know, it's like, you know no, you're not. You're going to go, I'm so Ethel Merman does that? the best of the Beatles. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. You're such a silly cat. You know, but I mean, think about it. I mean, I'm so tired. Can you imagine John putting a powerful vocal on there and go, you know, no, you have to, it's powerful right. in its own way, but well, it's a very it, slow and it fits. I'm so tired. Well, that's why they give the, the closing line of that, they give you everything I've got for a little peace of mind. That's why that rips into you because it well, comes because out of nowhere to that to build he, to that but think about the, the wonder, lyric should on I that. call you and it, yeah I'll give you everything I got you know yeah. here you go he's giving at the very end so yeah. um, so why don't we uh, start getting into some of the yeah, it, 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 it is interesting how it, it all with John's vocal it's just you wish you could just go up to him at the time and say, John, your vocal's really good. You know? Yeah, and yeah, say, John, don't Stop. worry. John, right. just pat him on the head, give him a cookie. John. Yeah, but. Very, very nice. That was very pretty. Give him cookie. Cookie. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Think about what you guys just said. If you had done that, if George Martin had said to John Lennon on Tomorrow Never Knows, he does it straight. Right. And says, that was great. And he says, thanks. Would Tomorrow Never Knows be the song it is? Right. Because it's not through the Leslie right. now. If someone said, yeah, that right. was great, and Paul went, that was great, and John went, really? Okay, we'll just leave it like that. And then again, if you know, what happens if Paul didn't bring in the loops, the tape loops, and say, hey, what about we add this to it? You know? uh, understood, sure. but vocally, right. there are some things... But that changes the way you would present the vocal on that, too. Well, yeah, but even like Strawberry Fields, you know, I know they did, they married the two pieces, we get different vocals, one's right. like raw, one's fixed or faster. But again, if someone said, that was great... And then you don't you don't know what some of these songs would have turned out to be if yeah. if he wouldn't have experimented with his voice. Yeah, that's true. So there's some weird stuff you know that you could really get into on these. But why don't we start with and, uh, and, and one more sorry. thing? You yeah, know, there Columbo. was a time when John was doing a bunch of drugs. Well, that's and and your voice <laughs> yeah. changes. And, oh, absolutely. Well, not just the quality of voice, but what how you maybe you're hearing it or how you think you're hearing it. Oh, it's, that's very true. You know, he might be saying, well, you know, he might be stoned or something, and and then listening to himself saying, like, well, well, yeah, well, I've, so usually it's the opposite though. Usually when you're ripped, everything you do is genius. <laughs> Seriously, well, usually that's what when I mean. you when you're 
screwed up. You know, you go in and you go, you know, turn off your mind, right? And you walk out of the studio going, wow, man, I was so great. Oh, my God. I was was amazing. uh, John's wonderful version of Just Because during the rock and roll session. Right. Well, not even that. Guys, let's go back into the Beatles session. Uh, How about, you know, what's the new Mary Jane? Come I on. love it. Yeah, no, you know stop I it. Do. I know no, you I do. No, I do. I know you do. But I actually think they were straight on that. <laughs> I think so, too. I think so, too. I don't, I don't think see any anything. drugs were involved with oh, that. No, well, then I that's don't a think shame. they were. <laughs> that is a no. shame that Mary Jane had no pain at the point. She liked to be married with Yeti, grooving such cookie spaghetti. I love that. Yeah, if you were ripped, how are you? You're not remembering those. Right. He, he might have wrote it. Right. Ripped. He might have wrote it. And then went up and said, well, that's not bad. I, I, think it was, I, I think it was just writing another thing that would have been in, in Spaniard in the works, but just deciding to make it a song. Would it, yes, it but would you have know been what? Much better in but structurally, that song blows. But I mean, what no, a shame uh, no, no, I, had uh, no, no, no. Oh, Actually, man. I think if, if they had worked on that a little bit, that whole part, what a shame, what you just did. Yeah. yeah. It was really catchy. It was I very so, funny. Tony's been playing that song since yep. I've known him. I know. On his show. When, when that first came out as like a bootleg, Tony's like, oh, this is a really good song. And we're like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but that, that little part is really cool. It is. I mean, just to be able, with that one engine part he yeah. made, I mean, that's just beautiful. It's a great poem. The penny whistles in there. Yeah. You know, the penny, whistle the penny whistles are brilliant. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're, all right. We are really going off here. Well, right. that's what we do. That's true. Anyway. So why don't we talk about... Our best first. Okay. All right, so who wants to go first? Because you know the moderator has to go last, even though you guys Does are going to steal all my stuff. You can, no, no, you no. Want no me you, start off? You go first, Mr. Mitchell. Mr. Mitchell. I, we, I, we, am we, I like We promise not to steal. Dennis we, the Menace? We might Mr. borrow. Mitchell? Or but, you remember Jimi Hendrix's But we might not. So we, we promise not to steal. <laughs> That's garbage. <laughs> we might borrow, but so we will not, not steal. promise not to steal? We could steal, but we will not rob. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah, there's a comma there, right? There is a comma, yeah. Just like the old... Uh, we could steal, but we would let's not. Let's eat, Grandma. Rob. <laughs> right. And if you have, let's eat, comma, Grandma. That's if right. you take the comma, right. let's right. eat, right. Grandma. Yeah, that was the thing. So, wow. We will not steal, Rob. <laughs> Rob. We will not steal or but, Rob. But we will not. Rob. Right. Okay, so my first one, I'm, it's actually not my first one, but this will be a good point to go with. Revolution, the fast version. The song calls for a strong vocal, and he did it. I mean, to me, they're married perfectly. I wrote powerful and preachy. I said, works better in the fast version. And now, a perfect mm, example. I'm not sure of that. Wait, wait, wait. Well, you can disagree with me. That's what we do. But think about it. The slow... I, said, I just said, think about it again. That's funny. I'm sorry. For all of you, we had a... Someone, the drinking game. We had someone said, every time the, one of the guys says, think about it, you know, take a drink. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So right now, if you're listening... There's one for you. <laughs> it's like Rudolph. Really every good. time their you know, yeah. nose glows, you take a drink, and by the end, you're done. Yeah. Or every time the Grinch says who. Anyway, the slow version, it's a very powerful lyric, but you're singing it slowly, and the, and the music doesn't match the lyric. There's almost a lag in, well, in the vocal of the slow one. There's almost the... Uh, well, yeah, but, but if you're listening to the lyric... Not lethargic, but... No, uh, well, that's what bothers me about the slow one. Because the lyrics themselves are calling for you to act. You know, revolution. You yes. say you want a revolution. But, yes. But you're singing it slowly like, I want you to act, mm. but I'm going to sing it like this. But, and, and the music is also played very slow. But when the fast version, you hear, you know, we want a revolution. And, you, and he's singing it really powerfully. So that's one of my best. But I think revolution, one, one of the things about it, 
don't you know that you can count me out in is partly the way it's presented. It's really kind of a slow shuffle, and he's not sure, and he's singing it real slow. Because yes. Maybe, but yes, the debate you know. about out and yeah. in that matches, yeah. but in general, what he's telling you is... Rob's you know, got a... That's a really cool point. Revolution number one... It, does the in is and out. The, yeah. Well, revo- it's not just that, but if you think about the presentation... Well, I'll ask this. Which did you hear first? Growing oh. up, do you remember? Yes, single. I heard the single first. Right, I did too. I mean, I heard it. So I think that is first, something first that hand, generally. sets your standard for that song. Is the thought? Well, but where that I'm going is where I'm going is Revolution Number One is actually almost a conversation with himself. Yeah, it's, Re- it's Revolution Number One is he's giving you the facts. And saying maybe you should decide, or he's he's sitting back thinking as if it was just uh, him. Say you got a real solution. We all want to change the world, you know. And then contemplating, right? Whereas revolution, the single, single, he's telling you this. He's telling you, I made, I made my, I made my effing decision. This is how I'm going to do it, and that you know. But then again, on the promo film version, don't you know you can count me out in again? Yes. So yeah, he also, And and it's also that was the last one version they did. So, which one is the true version? I always go with both. But the whole idea of, of the out-in is that I think, if you really think about it, when you hear it on the slow version, it right sounds now, like it's a so sloshed because we've said it a million times. Right. Wow. <laughs> I, it, no, but it, I know. It, if you look at the slow version, the count me out-in, you almost feel as though it applies to the whole concept, the whole song, the whole idea. Yeah. When you hear it in the fast version with the out-in in the promo film, it only applies to that line. When you talk about destruction, don't you know that you can count me out in? Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't... Opposed to the whole... As opposed the whole, to, whole as opposed in to in revolution out. number one, you feel as though he's really on the fence the whole time. And when he gets to the, don't you know you can count me out? But why do you feel that way? You feel that way because... because it's done slowly. Thank you. It's done meticulously almost. So Whereas, the vocal... And that was the first song recorded for what became the White Album. And... He's right. They, they, that could have been released as a single. No. Yeah, I think it would have been different. It, it could have, but I don't know if it would have been a successful single. It, anything the Beatles did could have been I a single. I think they would have thought of differently, because Revolution, a lot of people were worried about the sound of the record, because it was so distorted and, and so unlike many Beatle records with the distortion. I think That's the, the, problem, with, the yeah. problem with Revolution 1 as a single... You would have had to eliminate the okay, take two, yeah. and you would have well, come in with the da na 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 na. But you still hear like the noises and the clattering in the background right. at the well, beginning, and I think that would have fallen down as a single. It would have because probably. then it's just. But it would have John... been the B side. It would have been the B side. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, all right. That's different. Oh, well, Revolution was the B side too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was a double A. The people would turn it right. over. Well, people did turn it over much easier. Yeah, right. because that was a. Let's face it, Revolution was a great song. Yeah. I mean, Hey Jude was Hey Jude. Mm. If you would have put out Hey Jude back with whatever, and then the next single would have been Revolution, it would have been two number ones. Yeah. At the time, Revolution was huge. I mean, meaning Revolution in 68. Yeah. 68 was the year for Revolution. So, all right, the next, I have a combo, and I mentioned it before. It's the I'm only sleeping slash I'm so tired. Okay. I love those vocals. I just love John's dreamy, when I say dreamy, I don't mean like, you know, teen fan, the dreamlike slowness of his vocal that matches the lyric. I think he knew when to slow it down and, and when to speed it up, as you said at the end of I'm So Tired. But even Paul's yawn, 
and I'm only sleeping helps right. you know helps the whole feel of, of the song, yeah. even though it's Paul. But I just love the way those two songs about sleep and being tired are sung. You know, I don't think there's anything bad about them. Mm. I mean, again, it's tough to get John Lennon. You know, it's, bad it's vocal, also but. more again uh, with that song. It's um, the way the production also helps the vocal too. Yes. You know, George's use of backward guitars, the way he sat down and wrote it forward so it would sound good backwards, which right. is very now, tough. To now, do. see, for me, what I tried to do, which is hard to do, but. Tried to not I tried to divorce myself from so like, the production. Okay, I can understand that, but which part is of it, hard. It's hard to do because sometimes it, it the is. vocal has to match the production. Absolutely, yes. and it, absolutely. It's funny the rock band stuff. If you can just take away the vocals, you can hear the vocal so much, well, and that might change the way you listen. And to a the lot clip. of it, I, I would think to myself, how would this piece of music sound done acoustic or stripped down with the same vocal? Right. No, that's a good point. Which, but anyway, go ahead. No, that's a good point. The third one I have is Help. Help to me mm. was always one of my favorite Beatles songs yeah. ever. Just because yeah. when it comes in, forget about the James Bond intro. I'm talking, I'm not even talking. For us Americans, by the way, we should. Yes, say. right. Thank you. But even if you just hear the, after that intro, the power of his voice coming in for Help. Right. Is just, you know, obviously it's a personal song and he's crying out for help and it's almost like he's screaming, help, you know, in the beginning, and he is. And then he gets into the telling of why he needs help, and it's sung so well. And then even at the end, when he's coming back, it's almost like he's taking a breath in his vocal. Not breath, really, I mean, figuratively. Yeah. Breath in the vocal, and, and coming in and just doing the acoustic, you know, all right, when I was younger, and right. singing it slow. And when you hear that vocal... I don't like the mono single of it because no, I don't either. It's a different vocal, yeah, it's and not. it doesn't play well. No, it doesn't. No, it's it's hard to believe. So. It's 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 hard to believe something it seems like that. Long, but the stereo seems much more immediate. Yes, it does. And, and in the stereo seems for everyone who says, "Well, mono, mono, mono." Guess what? The stereo is help is, is much better than the mono help. Well, also, you know, the funny thing is, even that one little switch of word, but to end. Yep. Yes. Even the but. Yes. But now these days, yep. and because yep. when you go, and now the, I mean, it just sounds it flows too much with the mono. When you hear but, it stops because he can do and now and now. But when you sing but now, that T at the end of the but, I know it's really being silly here, but no, that T at, at the end of the but, yeah, is it stops the word. You can't just go now nah, now nah, these days. You know now it's like but now. But, but also and, and now a more immediate is, is it more of a continuation. But now there's a pause. Correct. Not not in the the vocal, but in the the way in if the, you were reading it as a poem. Correct. And now is a resignation. But now is a statement of you've been confronted by it. Good and, point. And, and, and good now point. is you you know oh yeah well and now these days yep. are gone. But now means you've been confronted by the idea that. This has changed. Yeah. Two totally different meanings with right. one word. And, and I'll tell you right now, as we were saying with lazy, yeah. I think the mono vocal is lazy. Lazier. Not, I'm, not, not, I'm not saying it's, it's a lazy vocal. It's it, lazier than the it doesn't. Vocal. It doesn't have as much. No, as it doesn't. It really doesn't. Well, also right. the backing vocals are a little bit mixed down. And, Correct. So maybe that, the presentation of it, it may sound like it, but... It, but I've always been amazed on some of the major differences between variations of, you know, this is what we do as fans and yeah. people who listen to the show are. Just a variation, something simple like the lead vocal of Help is so, like, 
or just to take another step, like Dizzy Miz Lizzy, where George makes a guitar mistake, you'd think they would have went back and fixed it. Well, yeah. I've always didn't. said that with, yeah. come on, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, George they, Martin couldn't go back. Yeah, are you, we, yeah. and they don't know what they're singing, and you couldn't, but guys, come on. Yeah, I never understood how some <laughs> of these stuff. Like you say with that song, it's sneeze. Yeah. Sneeze. What you doing? Sneeze. Well, that's what it is. They're all like, they're both, wait, George Martin is not like, maybe he was like talking to someone and he goes, oh, that sounded good, guys. That was, that was right? great, They fellas. did it on Slow Down, too. You know? Well, yeah. the double truck. The, the double truck was a totally uh, mistake. Which one is it? <laughs> well, they sing two, the two, different, two different lyrics. Lines. I think they just did it intentionally. I think that that's where Michael Stipe got his entire religion from. <laughs> <laughs> I think Michael Stipe just, because Michael Stipe always says we would write lyrics and I would have two different lyrics uh, to one line and the guys would just say, sing them both. We'll double track them. And he would just sing both oh, lines over each other. So, so, so I, I mean, help. It's, it's amazing that us as historians and fans and quote experts and all that garbage we can talk 10 minutes about just the lead vocal on hell yeah it's so weird anyway all right so so next uh, all i've got to do i hate you is really I'm oh sur- i am surprised by that song wow i love that song that's again one that's, of my favorite beatles songs ever i mean the way he sings that song and I had a tough time because I love the way he does, like, Anna. Does, if Anna you take that. one of mine, am I allowed to then pick another one? Yes. Okay. So all I've got to do, especially <laughs> Plus when Plus you get he's... credit for that. I get credit for that one. So. <laughs> you do. Yeah. <laughs> Star for you. Ringo. Um, but the all I've got to do vocal is so... When I say unjohn like, it's so romantic. It's romantic and it's almost jazzy in a way. It is almost jazzy. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, but, but, that, but that part at the end is like know. unbelievable yeah. because again, the vocal because he doesn't sing that in the first. I'll be, you no. know, I'll be here, yeah. Okay, and then at the end, oh. I mean, wow. And then very emotive, and I just think, very emotive, and he's pulling that. Still, he hasn't gotten far enough away from his roots. True. To lose that deep, deep, deep love and tribute to the Smokey Robinsons, the Arthur Alexanders, he's still. And that's where I said with Anna and. Oh, uh, I, I had so much trouble with these early Beatles things because he was. So all right, well, quit saying anymore. So okay, but no, but but the all I've got to do that that second part where he's now going up and register, you know, yeah, yeah, it's almost like he, yeah. in the beginning he said, "I'll be here," and now he's reinforcing it. I'll yeah. be here. You know, right. he's like, he's got it. The vocal wise, you know, making you think, okay, I, I got it. You'll be is here. She, is she, is the train now, oh, there's an analogy, the train driving away and Cynthia running after the train. Oh my. But is is the train riding away with her on it and he's now yelling down the track, <laughs> ah, I'll be here. Yes, I, you know, no, it's like, I think he's just reinforcing He's reinforcing. It's just, don't worry. I'm, you know, I'm so here. Love, I'm here. That's just a great song. It, it, it does. It, it, it does have that jazz feel and the way it, it opens and then. It, it continued. The open is, is different. He, John did that a lot of songs where the open is not used again in the song. If I fell, help is, is another, you know. Yeah, really. That, think that about open it. Is, isn't used really again. No, if you, you think know? about it, it's yeah. really not. But all those early, ugh, I mean, anyway, my last one, and this is an example of most people consider a bad song but with a good vocal. I, I think we talked about it, but sorry. Okay. Mr. Moonlight. Yeah. Mr. Moonlight. Oh, yeah. If you listen to the come anthology, on. Come on. it's a great, no, no, no. It's a great vocal. I you really can say, hate "Come on, this song." I oh, still, okay, I still, perfect. Sure. perfect, exactly. I do too. <laughs> but, but, I hate it too. Thanks. Yay. No, but, but I don't hate it. I, well, okay, but if you listen to the the anthology version, especially, I like that version better. When, I, well, forget and about I like the, the Star Club rah, rah, rah. version too. Yes, but 
Again, we're not talking about the song. We're talking right, about right. the vocal, the vocal on the yes, song. You're right. And this is an example of a good vocal, really good vocal on a bad song. Well, quote, bad song, right. a, what people consider a bad song. The, especially when he, in the anthology, when he screams that opening. Yeah. And Paul says, nearly. You know? <laughs> I mean, but that shows, you ever try to do that opening? No. That's tough. But John, if you listen to him, even on the release version, that opening is brilliant. Forget about the song. Oh, it's, that's it's, about to come. But the way he sings amazing. it, that his vocal should have been should have been shredded right after he did he, the opening. Did the opening. Yeah, it should have been yeah. a twist and shout moment. Yeah, yeah but it, it wasn't. That open is great. I I love the open. But the rest but, of it, you know, cha 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 cha. No, no. You again, know, you're no, talking about I the song. That. I know that, but, but it takes. But it's weird. You know, know even that. when he's and from above, you send us. I mean. The way he sings it is be- is great. I just wish it was a better production of a song hmm. as a song, but his vocal is so good. Maybe, you know, again, if you were able to separate the vocal and, and just the listen The thing to about it. the vocal that's hard is that there's a passion there, but usually when you think of how someone delivers passion in a song, part of it is based on the pacing of the vocal. You know, in something like uh, All I've Got to Do... You know, I want you around yet. Like right. there's a the sweetness and the and the energy of the R and B vibe of that hook that that feel yep. lends the emotion of the vocal. The problem with the Mister Moonlight and why it's so cool that that is such a great vocal from John is that the and the night you don't come my way. Yeah. I'll pray. I like Please there's there's no, but you know what I mean. I know there's what you're there's just a kidding around. There's not a consistency in the fluidity of the vocal line in that song. Right. There's not a, you know, now she is mine. Right. Oh, I think you're fine. It's very different from, and then you don't go my way. <laughs> pray and pray more. Yeah. Like it's, well, it's, the, yes, but I don't, the song I don't mind itself, that. No, exactly. It, it shows you he had an ability to put across a song with an odd vibe. Odd signature, odd, odd vibe. signature, well, the, odd vocal odd signature, signatures. Odd signatures are John Lennon traditions. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He, yeah. he was the yeah. king of odd signatures. You know, yeah. he, you know Paul was always 4-4, four, four. John was 5-4, five, 4-4, four, 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 and sometimes <laughs> back to back to back. Yeah, you, you never knew with him. Yeah. But I will also say honorable mentions, and then we'll get to everybody else. No. Yes, I No ha- honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> no, no <laughs> honorable mentions you one year. <laughs> what the hell is that? We, got, we went into like- Nazi from uh, I know, but Seinfeld. it sounds like, you know, Ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> cas- cas- I thought he's doing like you know no yeah, no soup today. No general no south chicken. No general south chicken. I can't even give one. Oh, give, right. give, give one. Right. Well, no, I'm giving one one. Tough you. Oh. I'm the moderator. Tough you. Uh, I should have known better. I know you should have okay. to give an all. Shut up! <laughs> I just don't understand. No, stop giving multiple. And twist and Thank you. Nice. Oh. Now I just don't understand. It's really funny. It's not funny. That it's was song. one of my. That was my honorable mention. Really? Honest to God, that was my honorable mention. Was I just don't understand? All right, that's why we're that's all three here funny. because we think alike. Yeah, that sounded good. He he takes the <laughs> simplest lyric. It's actually a repeated verse. It right. is, of course. And he steps it up. Yeah. He brings it to the neck when he does they the repeat. Had a picture of Aunt Margaret in the studio. Probably, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'd step he, it up when he brings it up to, to that next level emotionally. Yeah. Just the song just explodes. pops yeah, after the song yeah, explodes. You guys have heard that. the original version, right? Oh, absolutely. I love the original it, version. It's a really good version. It's actually Jeez. a pretty good rock song. Oh, it's a, it, one of the you know, first appearances of fuzz guitar ever, and it yeah. never gets the credit. It's, 1962, and yeah, it's, it's full it's, of fuzz guitar. It's a very good... You know, we think of Bye Bye Birdie with her and other things, you know, Tommy and... 
yeah, know, carnal no, she, knowledge. That, but that, that song was, alone, her version was very good. She, she, I actually bought. Ugh. I actually bought a copy of the single with the picture sleeve. Did for, you really? From Mark Lewis and as a Hanukkah gift. Nice. I sent him a bunch of singles. Yeah, because that way. But and and that was one of them. I mean, it cost me you know what six bucks, but. I did Anita let him keep the picture sleeve, or did she confiscate it? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I no never teasing. asked. That's not something. And Margaret wasn't naked. The sleeve. <laughs> it wasn't like it, that. Was a very bad Anita. That was a very bad. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. All of a sudden, <laughs> like you become Anita. Any any British girl, you can't have the sleeve. <laughs> what? what was we, that? We love you. Mark, love if you're you listening, I, I, please don't let Mark, Anita hear. Mark, Mark uh, just stop. Yeah, stop downloading. <laughs> All right. So who wants to go next with their best? Uh-huh. I'll go. Oh, Hubert. Oh, oh. You're, don't worry, don't worry, okay. baby. My first one, since you didn't say it, I'm very surprised. Oh well, again. I know we. <laughs> I know we. There's a million good ones. But my first one, out of everything, if the Beatles only did "Please Please Me" as an album and then disappeared as a band, the last track on the album is "Twist and Shout." Which and I, I said honorable mention. Did you? Twist and shout, honorable oh, mention. You did. I didn't even hear you say that. Well, did then you, you never listen to me. No, I do listen. Damn. But I would start off with twist and shout only because oh, yeah. it is such a desperate sounding voice on that. And it was the last song recorded for the sessions. His throat is shot. And on other songs, you hear the throat being shot, but not on this version. Even though it's a raw version, there are other versions of twist and shout, especially on the BBC where it's a whole song, and his voice is just as good. There's a version, I don't know which version it is, but there's one on the BBC. They did a whole bunch of them. Yeah, they did 17 times. Yeah, so there is one version, I think, that equals the Please Please Me album. And of course, they continue that on their live tours where they do a truncated version well, of see, it. Well, see, little did we know that they would, in the BBC studio, John would actually take a piece of sandpaper and slide <laughs> it up and down his throat right before each performance of Twist well, and Shout. Well, he... Uh, I would start off with Twist and Shout just oh, based I, on his I would vocal. Agree. Uh, and it's one of those things, like I said, if, if the Beatles had just not uh, disappeared, that would still be around to this day. Well, I, I honestly think that that version of Twist and Shout became the standard over the Isleys yes, because yes. of John's vocal. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a lot of things with the Beatles. Well, yes, versions. they made it their Beatle-like. We always said they'd Beatleize the versions. Yeah. But that one, I mean, the, the Isleys didn't care. They were going ka-ching. Yeah. But. Or the writers, whatever. But the absolutely, that vocal is unbelievable. And if you ever want to get a party started, you put on Twist and Shout and everyone's singing it by the beginning. That is the... Especially Believe if you're trapped not. in a time machine in 1964. No, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Actually, no, no. you think of uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yes. And, no, but yeah, totally. you know, you're absolutely right. And we've, we haven't discussed this yet, but we can't do a show on Beatle party songs because there aren't many. Think about it. Ha <laughs> Damn it. Nice. There are not many Beatle party songs. Mm. You no, you. Oh, I don't know. About oh, stop! I mean, if uh, there, there aren't, there really aren't. There aren't. I'm going Mary through it in my head. In no, stop. <laughs> yeah, what a shame. Mary Chain had a pain at no, the party but if song. You, if you get into it and say, okay, what songs could you play at a, at a party that people, oh yeah, and just and get up, twist and shout. Number one, and you yet, put that is the lead off of a party, and you're starting. And yet, I gotta and tell you, you when I've done gigs in the past, in between sets. And it happened a couple of times at bars or clubs, and it happened once in a huge backyard party. We would do our set, we'd finish our set, and what would they put on? The Beatles won. Right. That's a yes, but that's, that's continuous number one hits. Also, a lot but, of times when I've been to parties, the White Album goes on. 
Nah, see, that's, oh, not see, that's side, at parties side, when, I'm, when that's when yeah, the heroin different... and the acid comes out. I've, <laughs> yeah. I was at those parties, Rob. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was with you. I, I, I thought I was, but then I found out I was still in my bed. So yeah, the, the white album. Yeah, let's put on the white album. I said, wow, was I at a party with Rob yeah. tonight? No, you're in bed. No, oh, oh. Well, the white yeah. album's on. Well, you wouldn't want to hear here, there, and everywhere at a party. No, no. I mean, but you, but if you hear all my loving, but, but you would want to hear wild uh, honey pie. Wild honey pie. Go. Well, you well you wouldn't have to. Hear it if you read that heroine party. Heroine. Heroine. Hero party. All right, come on to the second. Uh, My second one is You Can't Do That. To me, that's such a great song for John because he plays that lead rhythm guitar part and he just is beating the crap out of his guitar and his vocal matches what he's doing with the guitar. I really really enjoy how it's part of those all. Those songs where John was angry with his woman. There's a whole bunch of them. That's one of them. Run for your life is another one, where mm. you know John's vocal is is that like kind of slurred, Liverpudlian voice that I've always read. You know, with slightly drunk sounding, not just threatening his woman, but basically he's going to kill her. Well, now, of, of course, I used to the, be cruel to my woman and beat her. <laughs> that was getting better, but that wasn't. It was yeah, pretty much yeah. getting worse. <laughs> but the way his so. voice slurs on that is really. I never thought that of that. You almost, I, he, he doesn't do it, but you almost hear, it's the second time yeah, I clocked yeah, yeah. you talking it's like, to it's him. A, it's a guy coming ah. home. Yeah. It's a guy oh, coming home we after a bender and then you know, yelling at his wife, which, you know, who knows what happened with him and <laughs> No, but it, see, it's so funny. All the years I've done that song live, <laughs> all the years I've, I never think of it that way. To me, I always can somehow hear through John's voice. The desperation. I never thought I, I of the always, desperation. I always thought of the, uh, you know, the fact that it's, you better listen to me, but it's really- But, li- but see, to me, the, kind, the, the, where, the whole hook of that song and why I think it's a great vocal, it's, fun, it's funny, that was like a runner-up for me. It wasn't all the way in, but it was one I, that I considered. But the hook in that whole song is the, you talking that way, they'd laugh in my face. I think there's this well, vibe in that, that song- that almost turns it from like the, don't you be doing that woman to basically like I'm really not worthy to have you, but I've got you somehow. Oh, I don't know. But about do me that. a favor, please don't talk to that other guy and don't be seen with him because I'll just get laughed at. See, I don't take it. So that way. I, I, always, I always look I always, at it as if they seen you talking to him, they're gonna laugh in my face. Like that's the Liverpudlian no, aspect. See, it's I, the I, I, he I may be it just as, a friend and maybe no. I can handle it, but if if they see you talking to him, I'm gonna no, get. No, I, I hear it the it. angry way where yeah. you know. You're kidding? You're talking to them? Don't laugh at my well, face. Yeah, cut it, it out. You know, yeah. not cut it where, out. You where know. He's making excuses. Man, and see, I never went that way. making excuses for his woman not to talk to anyone but him. Right. And even yeah, which he, to me is, yeah. that's insecurity. Yeah. That's, well, that, that's fear and insecurity. That's John but, well, Lennon. Well, it's John Lennon, yeah. but that's why I'm saying that's it's perfect. And but, then the, so. the other song, and, and it's sort of a continuation or it's a side So it was part. Run For Your Life one of your five? Yeah, that's okay. one of my five. Okay, so how many does he have now? Three. Five, sir. The other one, one of the ones I was thinking, because he's done, he did it many times. He seemed to like the song as like a, just part of who he was. And I'm talking about Ain't She Sweet. Sure. You know, the first Beatle vocal to be recorded. <laughs> and just the entry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's also his voice. Too. Taking a crap. His yeah. voice is a little bit younger there. It's 1961. And there's a... Well, the rawness and yeah. the power of it. And there's a certain youthness in his voice still, which only a year or two later is, gets a little deeper and a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. 
but he always went to that song, you know, Let It Be. He starts yes. singing it. and yeah. the, Not the same way. Not the same way. That's the I funny was part. surprised he didn't do it. I was always surprised he didn't recut it for rock and roll. Yeah, that would have been the song for him to cut. I always was, I was yeah, Especially always since they dismissed the, the yeah. sessions with Tony Sheridan. But he would have, again, I think if he was done it for rock and roll... He wouldn't have done it the, the quote Tony Sheridan way, right? I think he would have. I think he would have went away from the the Cavern Club, yeah, Star Club way of doing I mean. it. Yeah, not Tony Sheridan, but you know, yeah. what I, mean? I, I agree with that. But it, that's the the raw power of a young John Lennon yeah. who didn't know any better at that point, right? So he, to me, and you know, it's the so first Beatle just, vocal recorded in a proper situation, at least, and it has a this youth, and he's only twenty, what, twenty one? No, twenty. They recorded in 61. It was April of 61 they recorded. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's 20. 20 and a half, yeah. Yeah, so there's a certain youth there. Ute. Yeah. Ute. Ute. I distinctly heard him say Ute. 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 I am also- uh, What's a Ute? <laughs> I am also going to go with um, I Should Have Known Better. Ah. Uh, only because I love the double tracking. Oh, uh, even if it wasn't double tracked. Yeah. Th- that song, to me, is, is such a brilliant pop song. Yeah. That could have been a single. I mean, I know it was that a B-side. Definitely. B-side here in America. I, that, you yeah, know, B-side here in America, right. Absolutely could have been an A-side. Because I think this boy absolutely. was the, the uh, back of, I went all jam. I'm sorry. No, it was a hard day's night. Yeah. So a hard day's night, back with I Should Have Known Better. I think maybe also over well, there. Well, it, here was uh, I Should Have Known Better, and in Britain was Things We Said Today. Correct, right. So. And I think if it was released anywhere in the world yeah. as a single- I, I agree. It, yeah. it was brilliant pop. But I also like the way he, his voice is double-tracked and the way- it's presented, and, and you wish that ATT wasn't invented because it took away from those type yes. of uh, presentations of John's voice and, and, and yeah. the others too. Because well, the mono stereo versions, uh, especially of like "If I Fell" and "And, and I Love right, Her," right. are different, and, right. and they actually give it a different feel to the two songs. That's true. That's this true. one doesn't. No, it's, uh, but the cool thing about "I Should Have Known Better." When he sings, you know, when I tell you that, and he's like singing it with angst, and then he goes, oh, you know, it's like, yeah. ooh, he, he, that yeah. little like. Yeah, that's a great a, point. It's a sly yeah. little, oh, and you know, he's like, you're like, my wife, when she watches A Hard Day's Night, first of all, she when they zoom in on the mouth and stuff, you know, I, I don't know why my wife likes that, but, you know, she whenever we hear it on the radio now, right. I always say, you're thinking of the movie, aren't you? And she's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, very funny. No, but when you hear, but oh, it's, you've it's, been married for how long? You still haven't figured out why she likes the close-up of the... We're going we're gonna to have to talk with you uh, later. Well, we'll, show you some, we'll show you some diagrams and stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm not going there at all. We do not go there. I, I, I think I know why, duh. Uh, but the, but I, I should have known better than know to bring up this song. <laughs> but that angst and then that he gets back into that soft sweetness yeah like yeah. oh you know it, it's yeah it's such a great vocal and it also the way it, the notes go upward it's a really tough thing to sing first of all second of all his voice follows it perfectly it's, it's a well-written song also but it's it, a well-written it, song but it's but, a little bit of a flashback to their very very early songwriting if you maybe. think about it well and when i ask you to be mine uh-huh. i know like it's a little it's it, which is awesome, I but guess. it's a little bit of a flashback to their earlier. And when we get to the worst, please, please I, I, I want to get to that. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I would I pick that, and then there's so many more, but I am going to go. With with, that's mentions. five. No, that's five. Yeah, that's, that's five. five, sir. Well, then give me an honorable mention of rock and roll music. All right. Okay. Because I think he, in comparison to Chuck Berry's version. John and the god awful Beach Boys version. I like the Beach Boys oh, version, but it's not the Beatles the version because John Lennon is possessed by every word 
yes. of that song. That's a, great, and that's a good point. He, that's funny. I like he it. carries yeah. it with him as as a singer. And now we're so used to having John, basically John, sing Chuck Berry songs or inhibit it better um, because as much as you know, George did a nice job with Roll Over Beethoven. I think John would have had a, even a better version. But I'm oh, not so no. sure about that. No, no. I'm, don't take away, no, don't well, take away just, George Harrison. Because I really think no. that John Lennon I was you. such a great interpreter of Chuck Berry stuff. You know, sorry, Keith Richards, sorry, Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah, because John Lennon did a better vocal than Ringo on Honey Don't? No, 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 no. That, that's, that's Carl Perkins. That's Carl Perkins. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying. Uh, no, no. That, I really think, other. but I, I think John understood the the, the lyrics where Chuck was. I, I got to tell the way you, though, he bounced lyrics around. He, I think it. But John often got the the thing that's frustrating is John got a lot of lyrics wrong. Well, that's true too. You know, I mean, and then we just take him for granted and, that and he's right. Like I never loved John's version of Carol. Well, it was okay. Right. I never loved Great for the BBC, but and Great by the way, for the BBC. By the way, BBC, I should have known better, is not as good as the single. No, that's Even true. though it's more electric and it does, he doesn't sing true. it as well. That's true. So, that's true. Maybe that's uh, why know, they didn't do it live. Well, we are going to long overdue for a break. Sorry, people. I know you probably have to pee. So go pee. And we will be right back on Feb 4. We are com- <laughs> <laughs> commanding you, our audience members, to, to leave your bladders. <laughs> On that lovely they, note, they can just hit stop. Huh? Uh, hey, pause. You know what? They just oh hit my! Pause. Well, hit P for pause. See there, you see what I did wow. there. And we will be right back on the Fab Four free for all. Hi everyone. Just wanted to let you know that besides Fab Four free for all, each of the three of us are involved in our own individual projects. Mitch Axelrod's two books. Beetle Tunes, the only book about the cartoon Beetle show, and Little Billy and Baseball Bob can be found through all of your good booksellers online, including Amazon.com, or if you'd like autographed copies, contact Mitch on Facebook. And my buddy Rob Leonard has a great Beetle show that he's been doing for 20 years called Beetle Songs, and it's on every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can listen to it online. It's streaming at www.ncc.edu slash WHPC. And also look for it on TuneIn.com. And Tony Truquardo is the host of 4F, free format for free, on WCWP 88.1 on Long Island. He's on every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And also at www.wcwp.org. Also available on TuneIn.com. And we are back on Fat Boy Free For All. We're talking about the five best and worst. I have two more to add to the... You know, Let that, me get into the break okay, here. So wait from the break. Still uh, honorable mentioning? Stop honorable mentioning. No, no, let me do mine. Wait, wait. Honorable mentioning. <laughs> let, me, let me page two, page three. Uh, Good Lord. Anyway, we are back, and we're talking about John Lennon's five best and... I'm going to say, quote, air quotes, worst Beatle vocals, because there really are no worst. But we have done mine. We have done Rob's. Rob said you have two more what? Come on. She said, she said. Okay. Good morning, good morning. Why why do you have to have the double titles on each one of those? She said, she said. Good morning, good morning. Anything else? I did it because two, two, two packs. No, two minutes in one. Two minutes with Retson. With Retson. Uh, Anybody who's A sprinkling drop of Retson. (laughs) Right. Does anybody know what Retson really... Lysergic? No. (laughs) It's in your certs. So I I just quickly... uh, She said, she said is one of my favorite Beatles songs ever. I love the fact... 
that John's vocal, when I was a boy, again, he's going back to, again, what he's talked about in Help. Right. Um, and then Good Morning, Good Morning is, again, a different type of song for him. I just like, you know. Good Morning, Good Morning is another one of those perfect songs where the pace matches. Yes. Be did better. Well, right now. And, all, and also the fact that it, it goes 5 4 to 4 4 again, yes. which he did. And, yeah. and she said, she said, goes from. Four four to three four for two bars, and then it goes back to four. But again, four. are you loving the song? Or are no, you no, loving but, the vocal? but I'm, I'm liking the way the vocal plays off okay. the, the okay. time okay. signature. All right, yeah, now so. I have to ask, no, what made the honorable mention any different from the five you were supposed to? I, I, I didn't talk. Yeah. I didn't talk as much about the other. <laughs> well, right now it's time three. for tea and meet Mr. T. <laughs> How's that? Oh, did you like the very, way I did that? that? Good, good morning, and good morning. I pitted a fool. Nice. Oh, nice. Mr. Sorry, T, man. I meant Mr. No. Traguardo. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mr. T. Well, well you guys you guys him. took all of mine, so I'm going home. Thanks very all much. Right. Have a nice Give day. You no, worst. I'm kidding. Um, no, actually, the funny <laughs> part of it was that you only stole one of mine. Sorry. Uh, and then I just went and picked another one. But Wait, someone hasn't had a drink yet. Think about it. Go ahead. Very good. All I've got to do was one of my favorites. Yeah, it's just really Absolutely, but we already talked about that. Go ahead. So- let me give mine. Please. Number one, and I bullet. debated this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Number one, with a bullet. My first favorite vocal. You hit it on the head. Happiness is a warm gun. I actually have that. And I That's my... my f- I, I love he, that vocal. He goes... But I love the song. That's true. I love the song, but it, it's, a, it's a sweet. Just, it's, it's a sweet. It is. It really is. Okay, and here's the other the other thought of this, and I I never expressed this until last night, and it was in conversation with Winnie where it came around. And Should we have like, a little like world premiere thought? World premiere thought. <laughs> um, His head exploded. Recorded for the White Album, obviously. Yeah. And it was recorded after the release of Harry Nilsson's album. Yeah. It's John reaching for a Nilsson. Mm-hmm. It's it's John Ooh, doing I'm the. Sure I'm not sure that either. I, I I think so. I think the maybe the world she's not wasn't a so girl good. who misses much. Do 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 do. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, it's, it's oh yeah. It's John Lang. No yes, no. Yes, it, so. it is. But I'm just saying. I mean, the, I'll get you. The no, different the different dynamics in that song. Um, happiness is a warm gun. When he does the, that's very. There's a reaching for vocal that John just didn't do in that period. But that's there's a well maybe yeah, maybe you don't doing, mean, yeah but I understand if but you I, listen to the Harry first album but, and how much they loved it and how much they were impressed by it and how much they were impressed by Harry's I vocal. Agree. But I, I think the thing about happiness is well, I'm going to go back to the the demo that they recorded at George's. Yes, it's a different song. Yeah, totally. Um, but that's why I'm saying I think the vocal grew out of John kind of going. I'm not saying he was sitting there going, I'm going to do a song now because I listened to Harry's no, I know, album. But, but I think the idea of that kind of Nilsonism of the the closing note, the, that high, I mean, that's... That's not a but, but John. that's a do, but that's a doo-wop progression. It is definitely a doo-wop and progression. They they didn't actually do a lot of doo-wop. So no, that, that <laughs> no. could be. And, and the bang bang shoot shoot is also an old '60s, early '60s type of doo-woppy. It, no one ever sang bang right, bang right. shoot shoot in the early no, '60s. It, shoop shoop, but shoop shoop, right, right. yeah. But I think that's sweet and the way it's put together and the the range that John hits and even the 
if you think about it, even though when I hold you in, I mean, that's that's the you know the drifters or the you know baby when I held you know and took your little hand in mine like and, that's and the just, national cow hell I yeah whatever <laughs> you know really that whole I mean he could have done Actually, when I hold you in my arms I just thought that as a segue yeah and I feel my finger on right. your trigger like he could have easily done it as a talk Maybe. through yeah he yeah. could have but to me. The range that he puts across in that one song, yeah, it's a great song. Is great. Well, I know how much you love Harry, so I, that but yeah, it's a thought out yeah. process. Though. Also, the instrumentation matches that sweet. Yes, perfectly perfectly. between the the fuzz guitar. Yeah, the, I mean, he, oh, he starts out with the simple guitar part, and then when the guitar comes in, the I mean. And again, like I said, I'm always the one first one who's down on anything having to do with John and the drug taking and whatnot but we the, didn't know about even the, the drug thing until no but after even the, the i need to right. fix because i'm going down down to the bits that i left uptown it still feels storytelling right. not like it's not a drug song. it's not a it's I mean, not it is, i'm a hopeless junkie at this point correct, kind of thing it's correct. it's kind of like uh it's got a story in it that doesn't and, happen until he goes to the party with mary jane right and then the whole idea of where the song came from you know seeing yeah. an, an nra ad and the happiness is a warm gun that's right. just funny as hell you know but if it's the story. That's tied for my number one. Okay, God, but you can't have ties. No, but I'm saying it. I'm still going to give five, Go but ahead. still tied for my number one, and then I have two, three, and four, is Anna. Yeah, I, I love is, that. Is Anna. I, I, I almost um, chose that instead of Ain't She Sweet. And here's the great thing about Anna. She was a nice girl. She was a nice person, yeah. Yeah, she was. Made good sauce. If you take... <laughs> Anna Marie Albaghetti. How you doing? <laughs> if you take oh the version on the... First album, yeah, as opposed to his delivery of the same song in the BBC, it's a different vibe. Uh, I don't know, which is cool. Uh, the, uh, you know, I actually, I, I, I just actually the other day played Anna on my show, so I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, it seems a little more rushed, and his vocal is less pleading. It's uh, right on the BBC version. You mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The BBC version, he's resigned. Anna he's, seems he's, like it came from his heart, even though Arthur Alexander wrote it. Yes, you know there was on the album. It could easily have been an original. Yeah, and yes. it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me how Sinatra would take a song and make it his. Yes, and yeah, that is one of the songs when people covered Anna, and then people do. They're covering the John Lennon version or John Lennon vocal. True, not the I, Arthur Alexander. In, in my version. heart of hearts, I have to be very honest. I I won't say I like the Arthur Alexander version better, but the original is no. It's in some ways the original is superior. I okay. Uh, okay. I mean, the, in, in some ways, opinion, I don't in agree. some ways the original is because because there's no uh, John is careful in his placement of the oh yes yes. I mean, right. John's performance is on the beat consistently, and nothing wrong with that. And it's a beautiful not, Arthur Alexander's right. is not. That's true. That's true. Well, there He's, again, it's baby, it's you. Same thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a different delivery and in a different. Beat placement and and the it makes the Arthur Alexander version a little bit more desperate. There's a desperation Arthur Alexander version because he's not stable. See, right. I the think, song itself is stable. I think John's but, original but I mean, album is is desperate, but the BBC is, is not. Is not. not no, as, that's what I mean. The, the BBC version is like he's resigned. It's still one of my favorite Lennon vocal performances. Yes, but the BBC one a is a great is a performance. Song. 
but it's a great performance. Almost stepping back and being like, you, you know, to give back your ring to me, go with him. Like right. I'm, I'm. Whereas the album version, you hear that it's just I'm saying go with him, but please don't go with him. Like it's, right. you know, I'll tell you go with him, but then I'm gonna tell you all of my life I've been, cert- you know. And then I'm gonna go, go with him. Yeah. Now I'm right. Exactly. I'm then go I'm gonna go sit in a corner and cry. Right. Whereas the on the BBC version, he's cried already. He's, yeah, he's all cried out. He lost at that her point. already. He lost her already. But here, he's talking to her. He still has a chance. And right on the BBC, he's telling you a story. I already lost her. Well, I was I was saying last night in the album version, he's singing it to her. In the BBC he's version, he's, he's writing. He's singing it to us. And he wrote it to her in a letter. Oh, maybe. You know, almost, which is kind of cool. Write down. Write <laughs> myself. Well, also the uh, the please cry please write down and cry over you. Yeah. The please please me version was was first, and it was the the one. Yes. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And he's got it. And he's already feeling like crap. Right. He's already sick as a dog by the time he does that right, song. Right. And yet, still, every bit of heart and soul is in it. Go ahead. Um, next is because again, going back and forth from that falsetto to the straight vocal is "Baby, You're a Rich Man." Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I get really it. It's, like. It's like Mr. Moonlight. It's, it's double tracking. Although I like the song better than Mr. Moonlight. It's probably it's one of my top. All, absolutely one of my top 10 Beatles songs oh, of all time. Okay. All, absolutely. Well, okay. And and truthfully, it's it's all about taste. Ringo. All about Ringo. But anyway. Um, I would like to hear the backing track. I'd like to hear oh, that remixed. I'd yeah. love to hear it. Totally well, remixed. Listen well, to Yoko the true said Ringo yeah. is, was the most valuable Beatle. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Listen listen to Baby, I, You're Rich Man. I, I your head done falled off. <laughs> um, but yes, it's double tracked. Yeah. But that's fine. It's a double tracked vocal it's planned that way it's that slightly off harmony there it's just to go from the harmonies to the the high how does it feel to be part right to the what are you going to like i it's a question answer to himself or it's a commenting on his own earlier line however you look at how the lyric is constructed in the song you you walk away from the song not kind of knowing what just happened you walk away from Baby a Rich Man going, where is that song really going? Like, what the hell was really kind of well, going I, on I there? Well, I think of that as a, making the song a little lesser because of that. No, see, to but me- he, But you're just yeah. the opposite. You're, you're saying, this is why I like the song. Yeah, it, 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 to me, that almost enhances it. It's almost this kind of like, John's back and forth on the vocals kind of makes you look at the song and walk away and go, well, that was kind of enigmatic. Like, yeah. what just happened there? And I always love that about- that song. It's one of those songs that to me is it's like a gift that keeps on giving type song. Every time I go to it, I now it's not the production get something on that, different. A, there is good production it's on it. It's wonderful that. production um, on it's, it. It's just to I, me a, a weirder song. I yeah. always wanted them to do a Monty Python esque video for that song, <laughs> where you see this like guy in an overcoat with a big brown bag, meaning Brian Epstein, right. and taking money and shoving it, like, uh, like yeah. meeting with people back of alleys and just taking all the money right. and just putting, putting it in, in the a bag, big brown bag and running away like a, bro- right. like a, you know, right. I always, that would have been a perfect like video yeah. if they would have continued like the Beatles cartoons. I, I always wondered how, <laughs> I w- always wondered how that song wasn't a little bit later than it was because you keep all your money in a big brown bag inside a zoo, which to me would have been a perfect description of Apple. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, and point, Apple wasn't there yet. Well, so Apple it was, was like, there, but. It was, but it, it wasn't, was, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't as, as we know it. It wasn't. Hell's Angels apple. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anyway, so uh, Baby, You're a Rich Man. What's your fourth uh, one? One of my absolute favorites. Okay. Um, you just sounded like Archie there. Yeah, he's one of my favorites, dear. Hey. I know John looks at this as a throwaway, but hey, John, tough noogies. 
Hey Bulldog. Wow. Almost one of mine, too. I mean, just... You know, the you can talk to me that's, part. That's again that desperate pleading, the desperateness. Talk to me. Yeah, and and it's you also can talk to me if yes, you're lonely. Because is it desperately pleading or is it desperately just yelling at? Just I think, damn you! Oh. You don't get, you know for heaven's sake grow. You know, but you the can, song means nothing. Nothing. So, so here's the here's, I, I no the song means a lot. I, I, yeah, to me the song but, does but wait, mean a lot. I, I didn't mean yeah. I didn't mean it like that. What I meant was. He dismissed Anna. it. He dismissed yeah, yes, it. Yes, but yeah. no, what I'm saying is like the lyrics. Anna is literal. Is pretty literal and, and literal. pleading. Hey, Bulldog, it goes from, you know, all the wigwam and all that stuff. And then he goes into this lovely, you can talk to me if you're lonely, you can talk to me. But there's nothing in the lyric prior that's saying why you should talk to me. You know, like in Anna, there's, there's mm-hmm. a reason. You've given, and a million other songs where. At one point, he's pleading and desperate. Right. But this one is a throwaway lyric, and all of a sudden, he brings in this, you can talk to me. What? Yeah. Why? You know, I mean, I know it's nonsensical, because they threw it away, yell some and, blah, blah, and blah, is blah. it also, you know, but again- But there's nothing leading up to, you can talk to me. At that point, was, Why that, is something, he was that something Talking to Paul? lyrically that he had left over? Because the it whole idea of, good with Paul you he, think you know me, but you haven't got a clue, is it about Paul? Is it about Cynthia? Oh no no! I'm, I, I always, you know, always I mean, say it's about Paul, but it's it could be about anybody. But you I don't just, know what it's like to listen to your fears. That, Who's he talking? That's a, that's, that's an amazing that's line. A John, I think he's talking about John Lennon. Yes, oh, absolutely. I mean, think about it. It's In February '68. They're about to go hang out with the Maharishi, and uh, he comes back in May, and he's with Yoko. So I never even thought of that whole idea of that you don't know what it's like to listen to your fears. Maybe him talking about himself. That's a really good point. I always thought that was a very inward song of John's that he dismissed. And the Beatles dismissed because they end up on Yellow Submarine. Yeah. Imagine yeah. imagine they, instead of opening with Lady Madonna during those sessions, well, actually, they did it across the universe first. Right. But imagine picking that song. They wanted a rocker to be the next single because they wanted to get away from 67. So they go with Lady Madonna. But let's say they went with Hey Bulldog as the single. Hey Bulldog could easily have been a single. And and the fact that at they that rec- time, yeah. at that yeah, time. And, and the fact that they recorded it because they were going to film the promotional video and they said, "Well, let's do something instead of just mouthing the words to the previous song." Right. I mean, it's just it's amazing this song even came out. Right. And it's, it's amazing that the song. footage it's, didn't come out until 90 something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, all well, it did, it did come out the, yeah, as the Lady Madonna video. As Lady video. Madonna video, yeah, but, but, but they then they added, they, they, they matched, matched it up. And, and also, too, I mean, you could, you like, knew, you, not, you uh, knew when the Lady Madonna that it film Lady existed Madonna. that it was Hey Bulldog because right. you saw the print lyric. Well, not only right. that, they, they, yeah, I mean, but you could see them but singing. It, but to me, it's a, it, to me, it's actually a, a very important song in John's catalog. I always get angry when John dismisses himself because he did it too often. I think, yeah, and then part of that is just being an artist, and you think as art, well, it's got to be this way, and it's got you got to struggle over it. But this song was recorded really fast. His vocals really good on it. There's a pleading on it that is so good you yeah. can talk to me it's just it's just a great line yeah when he hits that point yeah. i mean i i like the delivery of all the verses too i mean yeah. you know it's not to slight the verses the verses are fun and he's again he's applying to his poetry and he's doing it as lyric and it it works but you also, know. you know, when he says, you can talk to me, it's, you know, the wigwam line. Well, what the hell does that mean? But that's, that's I think, supposed and, to be gibberish in yeah, that line. So you yeah. get to, you can talk to me. And, and it's also the idea, too, that he's he's being a cheat as a songwriter 
by rhyming rain and again. Well, yeah, but they do. But he gets away with it. And he does it on, you know, doing it again. Like, you know, that's not... He know he knew that that was poor songwriting, but vocally he's but, having a pisser with it, and it works. As as writing you poetry, know. it wouldn't work, but for singing, it does. It does, but but again, and, if you talk to your traditional classicist songwriter, right, right. they're gonna want to smack him upside yes, the head yeah, for they, rhyming they, again in rain. That's true. You know what's next? Uh, my final one is the one that uh, again, it's him at his most naked. It's him at his most. Raw. We are naked. Um, and it's him at his most sensitive, which is Julia. I was going to say that. I, I um, love the, the delivery. I like, but I think I like the song better than just the delivery. I agree. No, see, I, I, I love the song, but I think his delivery, when he hits, when he sings her name, well, it's, he goes to it's a, emotional. He goes to a point for himself vocally that. In the entire Beatles catalog, he never went to. Just when he sings, and then when he, uh, uh, you know, does the line of uh, "When I cannot speak my heart." When I right. cannot speak, I can yeah. But speak also, my when, when, yeah. And, and this is part of the song when he sings "Ocean Child Calls Me." Yes. about Yoko. Yeah. There's almost yeah. like an asking for forgiveness. In it's exactly what it is. Because he was, it's exactly what it is. And, he's and he's that, singing. That part of the song to me oh, yeah. is a little bit different than the rest of it. Yes. Because he's he's almost, it's almost like this is a song to his mom saying, guess what? I found someone well, yeah, and I'm because, leaving you. Because Cynthia, Even though you're already gone. Cynthia didn't, with all due respect to Cynthia, yes. I don't think Cynthia fulfilled John in terms of the loss of Julia. I think Cynthia I had an amazing that. place in John's life. It's never to take away from what Cynthia was to John. No, but no, no. but I think that when John met Yoko and fell in love with Yoko, I think there was a resolution for him that he felt that he had an, a new understanding of love that maybe he really had never thought he'd find. And, and also and as was, an artist, going back to when he was a kid, yes. and he was writing for the sake of being a writer, yeah. not you know writing songs and, because they needed an And album. Yoko was, and we've talked about this many yeah. times on the show, Yoko was mother. Yeah. And, and he was now coming to terms where, you know, a few years later, he'd deal with his loss of Julia in a different way. Right. And maybe it was a, maybe it was a, a sad time because maybe he was realizing that he was letting go of Julia. And then... Did that lead to something like the song Mother later? You know, where all of a sudden it was uh, it was like the stages. He he let her go, and then he then he was angry at her instead, or whatever. Right. You know, but that song to me was that's vocally uh, just the brilliant. only. I love the song. The only part of the vocal I do not not that I don't care for, but I wish he would have taken more time as when he. It's just that. One low note. Just, See, to me, it's it's. Just, I know it's yeah, raw it's and just innocent. That it's, I, it's, yeah. I believe and emotive. Yeah. I like this song if, a lot. If I it think had been the, cleaner, the acoustic matches. I'm glad they didn't try to do something yeah. more with that song other than a little acoustic. But it's all right. Yeah, no, I love it. Any love, honorable love mentions, it. by the way? Um, honorable mention for me, same one. I just don't understand. That's a huge one for me. I was also going to say honorable mention to Across the Universe. Uh, just yeah, to, because that would be the other but, one for me as well. Which one? Even though, well, this the, the first, the the original, the original, the first yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The wildlife version or the 
The wildlife version. Yeah, the, um, the wildlife version. Yeah. Not, not Although, oh, well, I see I, what no, you mean. I like the Let It Be right. version, the, actually. Do okay. you? Yeah. See, I just, I, that's more of his voice. Yes. See, to I, me, it's manipulated. the anthology I like, version. I like the anthology. Yeah, the anthology version. That though, really would be Though Let It Be Naked has its its charm. Yes. So it, it's, it's a good yeah. song. It's, it's one of those songs that's like... Damn, you know, there's so many variations of it. But the only, what they're I all love good, about, but yeah. they're all different. Well, the one that, the one thing I like about them is that his vocal is matching what he's trying to tell you, whatever that may be. You know, what's up? It's just he does it nicely. He couldn't have gone, what's up, flowing? You know, he couldn't have done a Rocky. No, no. He, he, he had to do it soft and smooth. Uh, I just, like to let it be, what's up, flowing out like in raining? Sorry. Are you ready to put in pop? Put Cosby there. What the? No, and he does the, because he's got the reverb, and he's I, blindly I, as they did the way. I got to put in pop. Put in pop thing there so, with the pills. Nice. All right, we start ragging. <laughs> On Bill Cosby. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right, let's get to the worst. So let's get to our worst. And again, we have to stress worst doesn't mean we hate it. Fair. You I think these suck. Right. Mm, sorry. It's I'm just that, kidding. you know, they're not, they're not as good as the great ones, but right. they're still really we good. We don't have to have five if we can't. Well, I have we're five, forcing ourselves go. to come up with no, five. I have five, but I'm just going to, I'm going to go quickly through them since I did the first ones. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Ask me why. Go ahead, ask me why. Why? 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 Which, to me, when I do it, it sounds like a cross between Tony Sheridan and Patti Smith. Why? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, it's a good song. I think the vocals are very nondescript. It's a very early song, so I, I don't think his voice was trained yet. Uh, so he gets a little pass on this. I totally agree with you on that. I just a hundred percent agree song. with you. On that. I mean, I even like that. Why, yeah, yeah, I like that. No. Um, but not a favorite. No. All right. Yeah. So, um, and one of that you mentioned, Dizzy Miss Lizzie. Dizzy Miss Lizzie, a monotonous song. The vocal matches. Ugh. I think he tries too hard, but it goes definitely nowhere. Uh, no, no, but, yeah. uh, but <laughs> really, no. I will say this though. That the version on the Hollywood Bowl album is much better. Yes, his vocal is incredible on that. Vo- uh, but Hollywood if you listen Bowl to album. Shea Stadium, it sucks too. Uh, it's it's because well, George is playing wrong notes. No, no, it's and, not just that. I think on the live version, he just felt the crowd and it, it helped. Yeah, his and vocal. it energizes him. Yeah, I, but, don't, but, I just think it goes. It's but so in monotonous. the studio, it just. Doesn't I, I, I think it works. I, okay. It's Larry Williams. It's he love no, Larry it's Williams. not Larry Williams. It's, Larry it's him. It's, well, it's him. No, yeah. vocally, yeah, Larry Williams. It works. <laughs> <laughs> with, but with in, in the rare case that I don't think the Beatles Beatleized there, I think they made it worse than the original. Oh no, yeah, no, no, I agree. With okay, you. I, I don't agree with you. Okay, anyway, the next song is everybody's got something to hide except me and my monkey. That's now, funny. Now, now you're confusing the vocal with the song. Cause no, it's not a they both song. suck. <laughs> Come on. The song goes nowhere and the vocals match perfectly. Yeah. I mean, he's trying so hard to make, you know, make it good. I don't know if he could have done a perfect vocal on that because the song was just bleh. It, I, I don't like that song. I usually skip it when when I'm. See, like, I I have moments where I think it's the. I have moments where I absolutely hate it, and I'm like, oh my god, what a piece of crap. And right. other moments where I'm like, greatest song the Beatles ever recorded. Well, like that's I because just, when you're at the Hayron parties, no, when I'm when I'm for some reason <laughs> it has a great I'm, backing track. If I'm on the air, yes, yes. but it's a weird and, and dynamic. It, when I'm on song. the air and I'm playing a bunch of Beatles stuff, and that song is gonna fit to set I'm doing. It's absolutely. 
perfect. But like that it yes. fits in a moment that no, it's just, that song. It's pissing is, in the wind. Is yes, what it, it is. is. But it's that song the is the commercial version of what's the new Mary Jane. Yes, I will. You're I will agree right. with you, except you're I like. Absolutely I right. like uh, everybody's got something to hide. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, but the right, that, is, that is a perfect way to describe well, that. I agree with you. you. That, I agree with that definitely. Yeah. All right, I'm down with that. Uh, all right, I know you're going to really hate me for this one. I hate you, but it, it works the way I, we we mentioned it before. This is a great song, and I love this song. I absolutely love this song. I think the vocal tries too hard. Tell me why. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> tell me why. I mean, I love the song. It's such a great... I mean, again, talk about Ringo. My goodness. But, you know, anything I can do. I mean, it's okay. I mean, he tries too hard on it. If you take away the instrumentation and you listen to the vocals... eh. To me, though, there's a reason why the Beach Boys chose to recut that one on the Party album. Why? Because that's one of the few Beatle party songs. That would be, a, and that's that, because that would of, a bit and that is song. because of the whole. It's it's like <laughs> that was just that because it, well, it's it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's no, a dog it, over there. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, wait, there's Yoko. It's no, disorganized. No, no. It's it's disorganized. <laughs> the the if there's anything I can do is disorganized. No, I don't it's think not, it's. I think it's actually very organized. It, it I just is, don't like it. It is, but it's got a it's got a Louis Louis quality to it when they Maybe. come in with that. Backing vocal of the it, it, again, we've done it live, and we've said that there are times when we do it live where we we don't choose to hit the Beatle harmony exactly the yeah. way they hit it. But when you do it, it's it sounds tighter, and when it sounds tighter, it's like it sounds like a Glee Club doing it. Like <laughs> yeah. at times, it's just not right. Well, it no, was it's, it it's was weird. fun. It was them doing the girl groups song. Yeah, which no yeah. girl groups really but covered. They, they had penises, <laughs> so they couldn't hit those notes really the way the girls did. It was the, the, yeah, the, the penises got yeah, in the way. Of it's not like the Supremes that always happens. It. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like the Supremes or the Shirelles were. Just, hey, that's a girl group song. Hey, we're girl groups. They never did that. Yeah, well, true, George the tried that with try some buy something. Right. Right. Supremes even the girl didn't one. want to do right. that one. Anyway. All right, my last one is when I get home. I, I just that, that's real. I mean, and if you listen to the vocals now, no, hold it. Now the, the opening Wait of that is whoa, ah, like you just did. Yeah. Now, what's the difference between that and Mr. Moonlight? Because to me, oh you know, my goodness, the, Mr. Moonlight, Mister. Now, so when I get home, does have a a little bit some notes that are off. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I don't but, like the song, and but maybe there's that's such why. a great way he sings. It. I know how my way. I yeah. love when he does that stuff. I, it's a Again, lazy it's song. Not, there you go. It is a lazy song, okay. and that could be lazy, part of Lazy, and I blame you George know, Martin. I don't think it, so. I blame George I'm, Martin. I think it was just like they needed a song, and they came up with this. John's it's not a trying bad song. too it's hard, just, and it shows. I think, look, he gets an A for effort for trying to make it a better song. But I don't. I think execution-wise, it's like a B, well. It B is hard because there, there is. I see what you mean. That's There's a, a weirdness range. in the vocal there. The a bit ah, like there's yeah, a yeah. there's almost like a. And like plus, sorry, lyrically, to the cows come home. It wasn't a strong... Well, they did that in other songs. Well, and it's also taking the word that's in the title, When I Get Home, and Lover Till the Cows Come Home. Like I, I, I don't like when they I do don't that. like when they cheat and they double-use they words. They do, too. And, I know. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't, that, that I don't love me. that. So Anyway. Uh, that's my five. I love that middle part of the song. I See, I, I do that. I think that's one of my... I that's. Love I, I love that tune. That's one of my favorite early rockers. Sure, but, but No, but yeah, but you're right. But... At the end, though, uh, that George vocal. Oh, I 
Tony, you know? Oh, no. my God. I'm sorry. All right, so. Uh, I'll let Robert? Tony go. Oh, you can't I'm not a worse type of guy. No, you're not a bad guy. Go ahead. No my apologies to everyone who looks at this song and says, oh, how could you say that? First of all, Dizzy Miss Lizzie's on my list, too. Okay, good. I don't wow. have five. You know your kiss you is on my list. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's better than my kiss being on your bottom. Oh! Um, hey, come to Jones Beach, Row. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, <laughs> for me, uh, all you need is love. Um, wow. Just uh, enough. It's just, <laughs> it's just the 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 stone chewing gum on the stool. Nothing you can do that can't be done. It's, that it's, was John Lennon. I, he always had gum in his mouth, no matter what. And don't get me wrong, I love the sentiment in the song. How and there's not? nothing. I really do. All you I need is love. I love the sentiment in the song. <laughs> I, I even really, I really like the lyric. You know, there's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. But again, lazy. Late vocally, well, the whole even George's uh, lead guitar, we've yeah, said it exactly. <laughs> and the song itself, the song itself has that just a that, well, it's a love, it's a summer love, dude. It's summer love, yeah, it's a totally hero. Are you on the vocal, bad vocal because of the laziness? What you are considering in the vocals, uh, not the vocals, yes. in, the, in the lyrics. And that John's no. going with that? No, I think I think that the lyric is wonderful. I do really love the lyric, okay. but the the way he sings it. You know, like I almost like there are times when there's there's almost a humor or an irony in the lyric, and you don't feel it. And I don't know if I could have done it better. I'm not saying that, well, but it's kind of like there's no way you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. It's easy. Like it's almost you want him to you wanted him to hit a few of the points. A little more, but then if again, he, if he did, would it have made the song preachy, and then nobody you. would have wanted there the song? There you go. I, I agree. Right. So yeah. So I agree. If he would have, tra- if he would have done a better vocal on it, I don't think it this, would have been the sentiment would have come out as much. Right. Because the sentiment was, uh, it's that very kind of you know, it's a laid back look, man. Right. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. smoke a joint, and I'll tell you, you know what, man. There's no way you could be this, and where you meant to it's be, easy. man. It's easy, but if no, you, of course I do. I don't know. No, but if you're you, no, but you know if you're I mean? it better and, and I, enunciating I, I, more, it's now it's preachy. Does you're it, right. right? It becomes too too it tight does, and too does. preachy. And I'm not sure it would have been the same song. Right. I, so is it intentional that that vocal is? I don't is think it's intentional. I lazy. think that was John's the, a, emoting of it, yeah. whichever way it no, came right, out. That's what I meant. Yeah. I think yeah. It, right. So I disagree on that. I think uh, John's vocal was actually it fits. The song really well. I think that's what we were just saying. Yeah, but it, but also but I like it because of that. I think okay. it, it. But it's also partly the the song itself is so, you know, if you think about that era. But then when you take it away and you just take away the chorus and just listen to the chorus, it's universal. But I think the the lyrics itself are not universal, and I think maybe that's. Where are you going with that? Okay, one? but, but um, I, I happen to like it a lot. My my other one, it's so funny because this was one of your favorites. Is is Run for Your Life? I don't like it either. I just never, just uh, it's it's just too. Uh, to me, it's lazy. He's sleeping through it, right? And except for that, rather see dead. Like it's like, oh, okay, Jesus, you know, sermon. When he says that, when he says that, I like that. It's like holy crap. No, that line. Let this be a sermon. Let me never dance. I still think I still think that's lazy. I think the whole song's lazy until the line "I'd rather see you dead," which makes me go, "Very nice, John. Thanks, babe." That line's from "Baby, Let's Play House." It is. Yes, and I'm wondering if John thought about. 
about that. Like, he knew there wasn't going to be a single, so it'll be the album track, and they never got sued on it. Uh, so No, but uh, think about this, though. Damn, I, now I'm always saying think about it. Sorry, people, but someone's drunk. When you hear that, and you hear all of the, like we said, with other songs of John's, like that desperation, and, and don't you talk to him, and... Wow, can you imagine living living with John being Cynthia living and if he's really talking about like their life together? Right. Oh my goodness, she's a saint. Yeah, well. <laughs> right. I mean, think right. about, if if think about it, think about it. If I'm sure she, Julian would say that. Well, yeah. So. Uh, he was very close to his mom, yeah. but wow, if he's really being like autobiographical, Crap, he's yeah. that well, was weird. A lot of songs from 64 to 66 are not positive relationship songs. Wow, and and a lot of them. Can you imagine Cynthia sitting back when he's doing Norwegian Wood? Yeah, I mean, who we have in the she must have known. All right, Tony, we've heard four of your quote worst John Lennon vocals. What is your fifth and final John Lennon crap vocal? <laughs> <laughs> Crap wow. vocal. That sounds much John worse. Lennon, worse. Well, time out. It, I think John less than great vocal. I think John sucks the most on. Uh, no. Wow. On F- oh, no, I think um, <laughs> for me, probably the one that, and and I don't, I don't know what it is. There's something about this piece of music. Your blues. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the fact that I don't feel that there's an authenticity there, in in some ways, but. I just don't love the delivery. I don't. I, I like some of the lyrics. I don't hate the song. I hate the song. Do you? Yes. I, I mean, I like I the Dylan's I, Mr. I Jones. Like, I like, I like the lot. rock and roll circus version better. The rock and roll circus version smokes. It's better. Yeah. It smokes for what it is, but it's still not a good song. But in my opinion. Right, right. I mean, it's. Is it interesting? Yeah. Is it different than what they'd done before? Yeah. But I just don't. I just don't. It doesn't resonate with me. It never did. I, I, I've always liked uh, your blues, the vocal too. I mean, I, I think John was going through, coming back, and and the way what happened with the Maharishi. It really, I think his vocal on that song was. I don't want to say desperation is the wrong word, but this realization, so to speak, of what his life is, and I think it comes through on that song. You know, it's. A predecessor to the Plastic Ono Band in ways, because in, okay. in, in one song he has talked about his mother and father, it, but in more not not direct ways of what 1970 was, but in more more of a writer's way. You know, my mother was of the sky, my father Foes was of the earth. earth. Yeah, I am the, the universe, and you know what it's worth. Right. I, you know, if that song wouldn't been written that way, or or sang that way if it was on Plastic Ono Band. But at the same time. I think you know he's it's it's a man trying to figure out what he's doing, and I think it comes through on his vocals. So is that is just so I know is that vocal? My mother's of the sky because she's dead. My father's of the earth because he's still alive. Um, you know I didn't think of it that way. You know because actually if you're buried in the earth, you would you know be buried and dead. So right. I'm, yeah, I'm but not, he's still on the earth. Yeah, at yeah, that that's point. that's true. He didn't right. die till later. No, he didn't die until a long time after. Yeah, right. I didn't think of it that way. I just thought, you know, maybe that his mother is all omnipresent. There's so many there. ways to think about yeah. it. But, but, you but, said his, but off, his vocal, I think, pretty good. But you said direct. off mic at one point that Paul's bass playing was basic. Well, it's, it's very basic. It's a, it's a basic, you know, quarter note bass line. It, it, it's, it because they never the did the blues. Well, they weren't a blues band. Right. So they, that's well, they weren't why. a good blues band. Yeah. Well, no, they were, well, they weren't a blues band. <laughs> they weren't the Stones, no. let's say. You know, Stones were more of a blues band. Well, they were blues Well, the, the Animals would be more of a blues band. Correct. 
But they, you know what? The Beatles tried it, and it's the one time in their career that I think they tried a genre and didn't succeed. 12-bar blues. Yeah. yeah, they didn't succeed. So, yeah. I mean, for you blue, you know. Give me a break, but that's not the blues. Either. No, not that, I that's mean, not a blues song. Right. right, but I'm just saying the. I mean, the, one could argue it's a shuffle, but a shuffle. Right, but the reason it's so basic is John wasn't used to singing the blues, Paul wasn't used to playing the blues, neither were the other two. So it, it doesn't work for me, and and the vocal I think matches the the indecisiveness of the song. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the like they don't know where they're like going. I don't though, think they know where they're going musically with it. So but it's th- interesting they tried hard. That, yeah, as you point out, though, that the rock and roll circus version works. Uh, yeah, but, but but he's also playing with Keith Richards, and who had and, been and, playing and, the blues. And, and Eric Clapton. And Eric Clapton, and who we know, drummer. plays the blues. Right. But you had said also they, re- they recorded it in a little room. Yeah, well, you know, the Beatles version. Said, it was in a tiny room. They, they said, hey, let's record it there. And, and that's part of why the Beatles just got away with so much because they said let's do it and they and it worked most of the time most of the time i think it worked with this and, and especially at the end where the voice sounds like it's off mic and they they put a little uh, i don't thing like on that it. part I, th- I, just, I think it goes on a little too long but I, I happen to like i mean it, it's out of like nowhere that you know it goes back to the main riff and then all of a sudden you know, it's totally off mic and, well i think I, I think at that point they didn't know where to go so you know, if they're, they're in the studio going, all right, keep it going. And then John just backed off on the mic thinking we're done. And right. then he's way back there and then he starts singing again. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know whether it was an error or purposefully done. To well, one me, of those things they found work. out was an error and then they found out it worked. And they know? kept it. Yeah, so which is. Yeah, right. maybe it was supposed to right. fade. Yeah. And, or someone was going to fade it in post production. And guess what? Interesting. Yeah, and then uh, they left We don't know. So I mean, I, I, but I, I have always liked the vocal on that. It, it's different for the Beatles. It, it, they didn't do too many blues songs, which is probably a good thing. But, you know, it worked. Yeah, I thought it worked. And the funny thing. thing is, can you imagine the White Album if, we always said a single disc, but if even if they like they trimmed your blues, right, it, it did fade. They didn't have Wild Honey Pie. And they it would sound too polished. It wouldn't be the White yeah, Album. Yeah, no, you're right. right. It, and it, because it was that, it, the White Album, vocally, musically, was very of its time. Well, your blues was because of the British blues thing. That happened in 1968, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of bands out there doing the blues. And then not just, you know, in Britain, but other places, you know, America too had that. They just were not good at it no, well, at that point. You know, it's, Maybe it's, if they continued as a band, they could they, have gotten you know, into you it. You want to know why they did the blues as, as sort of poppy, <laughs> as a pop thing. And, you know, that, that was going to happen with the Beatles because they, they were, were a pop group. They were a pop group who, who rocked like hell but can do straight ahead pop and rock too. Well, the other time they tried was, you know, Mailman Bring Me No Blue. Oh, don't even get me Yeah, started. I know, I know. That well, that's been one of my worst Tony vocals. That is life. actually yeah. honorable Oof. mention. Yeah, we were t- I wasn't going to do any worse, but I actually came up with two. Okay. All right. Well, Rob, uh, we haven't gotten to yours. No, Rob Leonard. Rob Leonard and his worst John well, Lennon. Well, you brought up the, the song that bothers me tremendously Mailman. Bring me no more blues. Uh, <laughs> they couldn't bring him any blues, evidently. That just evidently. shouldn't have happened. No, that, that was never just sh- a mistake. That never should Just a mistake. It, it was a mistake, and it was just... The, the, the whole performance is horrible. Released. It wasn't released. You're right. But it did come out on, on Anthology. Yes, but I, I always think of Anthology, though, as... I'm glad they released, like, Leave My Kitten Alone on right, it yeah. and some other stuff. So for some of the Anthology, I always say, hey, that's released officially. Yeah. And then some of the other stuff, you're like... I wish it wasn't released, but it was yeah. nice to have on anthology. Well, what I would so have liked, speak. if they're going to put that, they should have put Susie's, is it Susie Parker or Susie's Parlor? 
whichever that song was. Yeah. That at least had a a cohesiveness. Feel, a, 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 that's not a, a, on. That's not on the anthology. No. No. It's not oh on God! The, yeah, that's right. Wow. I mean that that actually has a, a a structured part of a song. This is a song by Buddy Holly that sounds like they've got everything about the song, and that John Completely. is is singing, Completely. and he instead of changing the words, he actually remembered them all, and it's just like everything is. No, he off. doesn't. The, well, the vocals aren't. It's not even close. Well, you know, for John, you know. it's not even close. Well, it doesn't Lyrically, match. It's not even close. Really, to Buddy Holly's right? No, I've never, I think I never. I had Buddy album. I don't remember yeah. him saying it, but I just never liked that vocal version. It's Such a, a slow dirge. It is. It's a. Very and I don't much know whether it's dirge. the vocal or again it the was, vocal matches the the way the performance. Oh, the but again, that was an impromptu thing. Of all thing. Yeah. of the Let It Be stuff that was out there. Even going back to give us freaking Madman, you know, over that. That, of all things, dude, take the You Really Got a Hold on Me. Maybe the Really Got a Hold on Me is on Anthology. I don't remember. No, not that version. Anthology. I mean, from Let It Be? From Let It no. Be. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, my God, anything. That is just miserable. And that's, yeah. you got to remember, though, that's not, anth- we don't really can't blame Anthology for that. I don't know. Do we blame? Um, well, that was re- Mailman was also re-edited, too. So. Yeah. How d- yeah. Do we blame the Jeff, Jeff Emmerich? The Jeff Emmerich edits, which there's actually a lot of them on there, considering, yeah. on the Anthology. I don't know whether you They're, they're from the Sessions or... album that never happened. He well, they, right. They he asked, said, well, let, me, let me re-edit it for the hell of it. Yeah, but uh, do we blame his edits, or is he just like, look, guys, I didn't have much so work per with. Sal's ear, what do we do? Basically. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know what you know. This song, they want me to do something with it. I, I'll do my best. It's, it so reminds me of like, how do you do it? Why do you change the end? Right. You know, I'll and, edit uh, whatever you want me to edit, <laughs> or I won't edit at all. Oh, so George whatever was doing the editing too. That will please you, will please, EMI. Please you. Please. My other me. song, which I'm not happy with John's vocal, and it's also on Anthology Three. I oh, see. That's why. Um, and 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 partly it's a rehearsal, uh, but. A version of Come Together. I know it's a rehearsal. I know it, John's kind of having fun with it at the same time. He's but can you count something as being a worst when, when it's when that, it was never intended? Unreleased, right? That, you're when right. It was never intended that's to be why, heard. That's you why. That's why. Yeah, so can very, you think of one? I, I I actually like the version of Come Together. It's pretty raw. Mm-hmm. I like, but the I knew raw, it was a rehearsal, so I'm not I'm well, not thinking of it like as quote released right. because right. the released Come Together well, the is a great. The thing vocal. I like about Come Together is is that the rhythm section on the first take is already there. Yeah, and and that that just amazes me because that is a tough rhythm to it's keep. A, a good song is a good song. Yeah. Thank you, Chuck Berry. But but uh, I I can't think of any other. Really? And that's just me, and I don't mean to sound like that everything's a ten. No. Uh, oh boy. Uh, but where are we going with that? Yeah, I give it. A 10. <laughs> yeah, I give it a ten. But it, I don't have any worse John Lennon. Really? Yeah, I, I have never. Not Sometimes really. you know, I, I I think of something like even it's only love. I like it's only love. I do too. It depends. You, I don't know whether I like it's, it's only love. A lazy or I I just don't know. I love the laugh. Just very bright. I love that. <laughs> Just the sight of you yeah. makes nighttime bright. 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 Very bright. Yeah, <laughs> like the laugh that's in the vocal. Because he, he's laughing at himself doing the make bright. Like he he giggles at his own, you know, yeah, but and you know, they leave it in, which some, is great. Some, I got to say, I forgot one honorable mention for me, and it's one of my... Like, best, you mean? Uh, one of my best. So I'm so sorry. That was in the other half of the show. I don't I'm care. sorry, Mitch. We're, we're wrapping You're, up anyway, so you know what? True. I really don't care. No. The, and the vocal... The song should have been a single, but there were so many singles at this point, they couldn't. And right. imagine the Beatles could have had 100 singles, but 
You're going to lose that girl. That yes. vocal. Wow. Yeah. It's another desperation thing at the end. You know, if you, you don't take it out tonight, and he actually out, he does that, like that scratchy thing. Yes, yeah, true. He, in the beginning, you know, and then at the end, he's like, out tonight, he does a smooth one. So it, there's purpose in that, in that vocal. It's not just running through the song because it's a pop song. It, That's it, true. It's such a, That's definitely true. It's a good song. Yeah, that is a really good song, it's, and, and it's, it is one of the ones that kind of... Can you imagine that as a single? I mean, I know they did Girl they did. Back With You. No. Oh, that was Girl was the A. It was supposed to be the girl A side. Girl was the That's A right. side. You're going to lose that Girl was the B right. side. They never put it out. That's, we should oh, say yeah. it's the love songs. Yes, yes. From love to promote songs. Yeah, love but, songs. Yeah, and, it never they, happened, it, though. A, there, right. uh, for you collectors out there, there is a black vinyl promo of that, which goes for big money, and then there's six or seven colored vinyl promos, which are all bootleg, counterfeit, right. fake, whatever you yeah, want to say. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but you'll tell by the label. But there was a... Uh, someone did put out that there was labels made for it and there were picture sleeves made for it which if you're out there you can find them whatever 50 bucks um, so it's a cool picture sleeve because I do like the cover of yeah, Love Song yeah. itself but that vocal uh, if they would have put that out as an A it would have done well I think so it's such th- a pop song do you think yeah. especially yeah. with help now there's another question now we though. talk about 1965 putting out or 1965 now, okay, now there's another separate. question not to be I but, but you when you look at Love Songs and this is this is another show when you look at Love Songs why the hell was Girl pulled as an A side, potential A side. Um, why though? Why was she's leaving home on that album? <laughs> True, too. I'm just thinking like <laughs> a potential A side. Not a love song at all. I guess they Girl, it's slow. I mean, they, that's what they, they should call it. Uh, I mean, I songs. guess it's got a cool radio start. The, is there any? No, it doesn't I mean, have a good radio start. It's cold. No, you, it's too it's cold. A cold start. Yeah, but you want to talk, talk over it, right? You want to talk over it. But then again, so does you're going to lose that girl. Yeah. Right. It goes cold into it, too. Right. And very odd. But uh, that's a different show. That, that is a different anyway, show. Right. And um, I would say one more vocal. Sure. And it's a, it's a cover. A worst or a best? Best. Because uh, okay. if you're going to say best. I'm so sorry. We've gone past the best. <laughs> I don't care. No. We'll be a lot of time I'll make it very best. quick. Please, Mr. Postman, with the Beatles. Not the version from Live at the BBC Volume 2 with the intro. I like the they, they cut it off or they just played it without it. The whole ending part of John's voice is just incredible. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's like he's waiting for something, you know, I don't want to say from Cynthia, but from someone he loves. And it's just, <laughs> which, which well, someone he loved on Thursday. Well, it could, in 1963, <laughs> it might have been Cynthia, who knows. But it was, it, it was, Maybe. it has a great vocal. Between 2 and, and 2.15. It's a, very, <laughs> like, yearning yeah, it's in, a, that vo- in that vocal, there it's, is. It, and it, like, you look at it, it's a, it, it's a very upbeat and and starting at sixty four, the the type of songs and even his vocal a little bit was a little bit more of a downbeat stuff, you know, uh, um, you know, more subdued, yeah, in in some stuff. But please, Mr. Postman, at the end, that scream, even that's true, at the very end. But five words, Anya Burke can sing. Um, but anyway, what <laughs> I For love what? that song. Oh I, yeah, I, it's great too. It was one of my choices, but it's not. It's such a collaborative piece. I mean, it's, we could it's a collaborative, we could go on. No, it's a collaborative piece. If you listen to the anthology version, where they sing together. Yeah. If it's the release version, it's a John piece. Let's double track John. Yeah. yeah. And in the yeah, anthology, it's point. harmony, which would have been nice too. But, but wait, Paul's not on that on the legitimate. Tell me that you've heard harmony, but when but you're prized Paul. possessions, that's John. Right. Not to bring it right. down. Mm, yeah, that's really all him. True. Yeah, great I vocal. Just, I love you know, that. It's just I, a it Lennon is a great vocal. vocal but I just think if it's so collaborative, I think maybe because the guitar part's interweaving. and Well, it's a real Beatles, yeah, Beatles it's, song. Yeah, it's one of my favorite Beatles songs. But I Me can't. Too. 
separate out maybe because I'm it's a favorite song it's hard for me to separate out John's vocal that's a good I point. I just look that, at it that, as so... it is a collaborative you know, thing, so you... you know, it's maybe, like, who do you consider the lead singer on I Want to Hold Your Hand? John. Ah, but... Because of the middle part. No, but the, the, John but Paul, Paul does the harmony on the second right. one, and he sings with him well, on here's, the... Well, here's a big one that we all left out. Uh-oh. Uh, not to Ow. be... But is John Lennon the, really the lead singer on This Boy? One of the great Lennon moments of all time, vocally. Yes. Of all time. Well, no, because it's but three part harmony he, until the middle. Right. Right. But the, the, I know, but I usually but consider that it. That middle is, I mean, especially, like I say, Washington Coliseum, this yeah, boy, yep. might be the greatest single John Lennon vocal moment ever, ever. captured anywhere. Uh, you know, you know what, though? Because point. it starts off mostly with three part harmony, yeah. I consider it a, quote, Beatles it's song. It's a Beatles song. And I, not, don't I don't think of it as a Lennon lead. Yeah, I don't vocal. give it as a Lennon lead. Right. But the that but that know, middle is till he's seen. Yeah. Listen, I mean, there are great songs. Uh, I know we're going off topic, but we're really not because it's still good Lennon vocal. There are great moments of Lennon vocals that I was going to put in my list, such as I don't love the whole delivery. I don't. I'm not saying I don't like the song. I don't love the delivery of a day in the life. Hang right. on. Right. But. My favorite Beatle moment, well, one of my favorite Beatle moments is that, ah, of to me, I just, that takes me away every totally time. Totally transcending. And that means, like, oh, my Lord, that part. Right. I can picture John just screaming it in, in, the, in the studio, and it's such a moment of Beatleness for me. Sorry, Candy Leonard, I used your word. <laughs> or all, all props to Candy Leonard. But that part, again, not the, the song in general, I don't. Love the vocal delivery, right? right. But that also that, one that, moment. that section le- is, comes because Paul, right, uh, is in a dream, g- goes into a dream, and then, and then you hear John. But is it the production? Projecting right, his but dream it, through his but, voice. But if he did it without the production of John or George Harrison, does it become the moment we we know? Maybe not. But because he did it, and George Martin put the echoey, or, the real then big it echo. becomes the yeah. dreamlike scream. Right. But a great moment for me vocally. I just love that moment. So, like you said, when the, maybe this boy, I, I didn't mention it because it's yeah. not really, quote, a John yeah, song. Yeah, we don't think but of it as John, But John has great moments in other Beatles songs. Right. That, that's our right. harmony show. Yes. Really? Yeah. Uh, I thought cool. we were always harmonious. Yay! 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 Sure. <laughs> Thanks so much for harmony. Thanks. <laughs> Gee, I really need Elton you. Elton Johnson? I want to love you forever. Great that's song. a great song, by the way. Uh-huh. That's a great song. Uh, here we go. But the, we're not talking about Elton John. Yes. We're talking about John Lennon. <laughs> that's on the Elton John for The Elton John for all. For all. Yeah, yeah. Well. Me the risen yeah, one? He did that in go. the 70s. Right. Nice. The Elton John for all. Elton John for all. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Let me wear a duck outfit. <laughs> well, there he was going <laughs> to duck everybody. Interspecies stuff there. And on that and note, on I'm going to wrap up the John Lennon five best and five not so best. We worst. didn't all say five. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. Well, we whatever it was. We least all, favorite. Least favorite Let's songs. Favorite and least, least favorite. favorite vocals yes. of John Lennon's Beatles songs. I have been your moderator for today, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me, as they always do, and I'm so happy they do, are... Tony Chuguardo. And... Rob Leonard. And you know where to find us, and we know where to find you, so watch out. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chuguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. 
The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All.